Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. If you have these practices, it'll help you settle in and you'll be of service and you'll live a good life. There's tons of them out there. I don't care which one you pick, just pick one. And when life is over and you're on your deathbed, you'll look back and say, that was a good life. That's what I want for you. And I hope you take that route. And I heard her and it changed the trajectory of my life. Can I get it? Oh, yeah. What's up, Enterprisers? Welcome to the Enterprise Now podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and transform business owners and entrepreneurs into success. That is what we do. We help folks launch, grow, and maximize. In this episode, I talk with Paul Zelizer, host of the Awarepreneurs podcast, about the importance of podcasting and conversation, leveraging someone else's infrastructure and benefits, and being a podcast guest. We talk about one of Paul's core beliefs in that if an action is not making the world a better place, it's not worth doing. Here's my conversation with Paul Zelizer. All right, Paul. Can I get an oh yeah? Hell yeah. <laughs> well, that's the first. <laughs> I got to do things a little different. Sorry, I'll see. <laughs> I see. So first of all, Paul, thank you so much for taking the time out to be with us today. I know you're extremely busy, so your time is very much appreciated. It's great to be here with you. And congratulations on everything you're doing. You're just rocking it, my friend. Yeah, I appreciate that. The second thing I'd like to do is to ask you to tell us about yourself. Now, Paul, when I say that, I mean, feel free to go all the way back to day one, or you can start more current day. <laughs> Tell us about yourself. Oh, gosh. So one thing to know about me is my family are progressive Jews. And it's hard to understand why I feel so passionate about social impact work and conscious business and the conversations that I have every day without understanding that my daughter was just doing some research. This is why it's on my... We were talking all weekend as a family. We were doing research and she found a relative on the Polish-Ukrainian border who was murdered in the Holocaust. So my family came from Ukraine as Jews to Ellis Island because if you didn't leave, you don't exist anymore. And the whole idea of being trying to work towards making the world a better place, it's kind of baked into the DNA of who we are. It's what I do. It's what my daughter does, what my grandmother did from a multi-generational tradition that says part of our job as being humans and having this incredible gift called life is to try to make the world a better place. Got it. So having come from that history, how has that shaped who you are today? Well, my grandmother was 80 years old. She was organizing two busloads of women to go 
from New York down to DC to advocate for women's rights, right? And I do podcast interviews and help entrepreneurs who were working towards making the world in a better place. So it just feels like it's part of the lineage and it feels like anybody who was trying to understand Paul Zelizer didn't understand them in a lineage of progressive Jews would just have a hard time doing that. That's what I think about the Jewish language for what I do. In, in Hebrew, I'll see it's called tikkun, which means we have a responsibility. It's an ethic to try to make the world a better place. And every podcast interview I do on either side of the mic, every client I'm thinking about, does this person's work help make the world a better place? And if they don't, I'm not sure that I'm the right coach for them or I'm not sure my community is the right place for them. That's a really good point. And I think we're alike in that I really see podcasting as a pivotal part of number one, having conversations, creating dialogues and helping people communicate and have a voice. That's an extremely important job. And I find it an honor to be able to do that. So we're alike in that. And this is so much more than just me talking through a microphone to people, right? It's so much bigger than that. So much more, so much more. So podcasting is so incredibly intimate and powerful. If you think about just the act, most people listen to podcasts with earbuds on their phone. We are literally taking in between our brain, in between our ears and putting things into our body to listen to somebody have a conversation. That's an incredibly intimate act. And if somebody comes back and listens to a show time after time, I treat that as a sacred conversation and would encourage everybody to do not take that lightly. Absolutely. So talk a little bit about how you've leveraged podcasting. Talk about from a business perspective, how has podcasting affected your business? Podcasting has taken me from a fairly well-known coach among a certain group, a not huge group in the conscious business world, to really being well-known outside of my space, well-known of the circles I've traditionally traveled in. And, and I call it both sides of the mic. I'll see today I'm on the guest side of the mic, where preneurs are podcast. I told you before we hit recording, we doubled down on podcasting in May. We went from having one episode a week to going to two episodes a week, which is not common and been doing it for three years. I think we just published episode 140. I think tomorrow will be 141 right? over the course of three years. So we're well known for having a podcast. And particularly, I like to think about it as it's not just drop on a show as a guest or have somebody on as a guest, but staying in conversation and looking at how you can, not with every single guest, but of those 141, let's call them guests and awarepreneurs, I've gotten increasingly skillful at building a reputation and reaching out to people who have done something really significant in their space and then staying in touch with them if they're open to it. Not just like a transactional, thanks, Elsie. It's great to be on your show. I'm never going to see you again. Bye. <laughs> right. But really looking at it as an opportunity to cultivate relationships and get to know somebody better and to stay connected in a very heartfelt networking kind of way if they're open to it. And I'm now having the opportunity, my client is going to pitch somebody who's one of the leading conscious, sustainable investors on planet Earth. And my client who developed this fabulous platform, I reached out to somebody who my client would no way be able to access because I interviewed the guy. He was doing a book tour. 
We had a fabulous interview. We've stayed in touch. And now I've got access to one of the leading people in the space that without podcasting, I wouldn't be able to do. Literally, I did a conversation about possibly working with somebody who's a colleague of his because my client's like, gosh, this guy, not only is he a good coach, but he can get me in touch with people that other people who would do this kind of work wouldn't be able to. That's all due to podcasting. Got it. I would have to agree with both hands up and both feet up. When I started my journey in podcasting, it was for that reason. I wanted to learn and grow from the brightest minds in business. And so I figured I would start a podcast, reach out to these people, ask a couple of decent questions and shut up and take notes. And (laughs) I've learned so much over this four years from these people who are running multi-million dollar organizations just from being in the space and engaging in a conversation with them. So definitely get that. Paul, one thing that I want to ask you, because you are, when we first met, probably one of the more inspirational people that draw and give out inspiration. What inspires you? Nature inspires me also. I mean, there's a bunch of things, people I love, but it's Monday morning when we're spending time here on this podcast. And I live in New Mexico. And New Mexico, you know, the tourist slogan is the the land of enchantment, but it's not just a tourist slogan. This place is absolutely freaking gorgeous. And I'm a trail runner and a hiker, and I spend as much time as I can enjoying this gorgeous... It's not like many other places I've been to between the high elevation and the mountains, and it's really dry air and the skies are so blue and the landscape. So yeah, just being in nature and spending time there. I come back to my work refreshed and just remembering my place in the larger than human world. Fantastic. What motivates you? What motivates me is the world's kind of a mess. We were joking about that. I'll see, but also just being honest before we hit the record button. And I'm good. I've been in business for 13 years now. I get plenty of inquiries and I'm great community and got awesome humans as friends and my girlfriend, my family. Like I'm good, but the world's a mess. And I'm worried about our children and our grandchildren and all of them, not just my personal DNA, but all of the little ones that are coming. And we're handing them a world that I don't want for them. I want them to have the blessing of this beautiful place and to be able to live good lives and drink clean water. And for them, a hundred years from now, I'd like somebody to be able to go trail or a thousand years from now, I'd like somebody to be able to go trail running or hiking and go see these beautiful mountains and enjoy it. And I'm worried that the trajectory we're currently on, that's not going to be such an option. Got it. So talk about a transformational moment in your life, something that helped you go from being in a cocoon to blossoming into a beautiful butterfly. Hmm. When I was 17, in high school, I was in some trouble with alcohol and drugs. And after a particularly difficult night, I sat down with a family friend and she was a very wise woman. And she asked me what had happened. And I told her I was feeling a lot of regret and a lot of shame. And she told me something that changed the trajectory in my life, Elsie. She said, look, Paul, here's the deal. You are wired for point and experience. You're wired for point and experiences. And this goes one of two ways. You can either have a lifetime of addiction and drama and probably die young, or 
there are these things called awareness practices, right? My company is called Awarepreneurs. <laughs> there are these things called awareness practices. And she wasn't trying to recruit me for her church or a guru. She just was explaining my nervous system to me. This is how you work. And she said, if you have these practices, it'll help you settle in and you'll be of service and you'll live a good life. There's tons in them out there. I don't care which one you pick, just pick one. And when life is over and you're on your deathbed, you'll look back and say, that was a good life. That's what I want for you. And I hope you take that route. And I heard her and it changed the trajectory of my life. Wow. Isn't that amazing how we were talking about before how important conversations are, why podcasting is so important. Isn't that amazing how one conversation can change the entire trajectory of not only your life, but the lives that you've affected? Imagine had you not taken that path where they would be without your influence. So fantastic. Yeah, I'm really grateful to her, Elsie. Just deeply grateful to her. So if I ask you to teach us something, Paul, what would you teach us? If I sent, give us two to three minutes of something, what would that be? I would teach the other side of the mic. You're so good. And I love podcasting and being a host. Love it. And you're so good at it. And I think people who are listening probably have thought a lot about that. I'd like to talk a little bit about strategically being a guest. And let me tell you why. The thing about being a guest is, especially if you already have or are launching a podcast, being a guest, you get to access somebody else's platform. If you're a listener, think about it. Elsie's been holding this Enterprise Now podcast for four years, if I understand correctly. Hundreds of episodes. And I get to come on as a guest and just drop in. And if I do my job well, some people might say, wow, that guy, Paul, I kind of like what he said there. And I'm going to go check out, or maybe he's the right guy. And what I find is when I do this, the language I like to use with clients, Elsie, is you're leveraging the infrastructure that somebody else built, right? And if you do that well, all kinds of good things come out of that. Number one, there are podcasts out there. I literally was in conversation recently. A guy has 5 million subscribers on iTunes, right? Built a podcast, 5 million subscribers. It's like, imagine getting on a stage and say, I don't get paid, but imagine, would you give your keynote in front of 5 million people, Paul? We can't pay you, but if it's the right 5 million people, yeah, I'm going to say yes to that, right? That's what being a guest is all about. So with a few key, simple strategies that I just want to suggest, number one, pay attention to sound, right? Don't just call in on your cell phone. Get at least a headset or invest in a simple podcast mic. Have a topic. Try to like bring something to the show. It's so wonderful to be on a podcast and chat and say hi and like visit with the host, but also try to bring something that has some value and have a couple of bullet points here. For me today, it's this section, right? I got a couple of bullet points about why it's really helpful to be a guest, right? And then the last thing I'll say about it is when you're a guest, most hosts are going to point back to your website. So it helps you not only with the people directly who are listening, but it helps you with SEO. One of the biggest things for SEO is something called backlinks. So here I come, I sit down with Elsie, I spend this half hour or whatever. We get to have this super relational conversation. It's wonderful to be here. And when we're all done, Elsie puts up at the episode and he links it back to my site. And if you're doing that regularly, 
when somebody searches for the key terms that you're wanting to have them find you for, you're going to have many, many more links if you do this in an ongoing way. My own commitment is try to be a guest once a week. I don't always live up to that. It's probably more like three times a month. But at the end of a year, I got 36 backlinks if I do that three times a month to something that I choose to share, you know, my website or a special page with a particular focus on that page. And you just do that month after month after month. It's fun. You get the direct benefit of being on somebody else's platform and leveraging that. And you also get these SEO benefits that are just all wrapped up. There's other things as well, but it's just a fabulous relational way to grow a business. Almost nothing I know is as powerful as being a guest, especially if you also have your own podcast. Absolutely. So as the old saying goes, Paul, time flies when you're having fun. We've come to the end of our conversation, (laughs) but I don't want to let you go without telling the enterprisers, the listeners, how they can reach out to you if they have a question, if they want to learn more about what you do, how can they contact you? Well, let me just say it's been fabulous to be here and thanks for having me. And I have two websites for my one-on-one and small group coaching. It's Paul Zelizer, Z-E-L-I-Z-E-R.com. And then my podcast is Awarepreneurs, awarepreneurs.com. And that's where the podcast is. And we have a 300 plus member community of social entrepreneurs. So I have, those are the two places people can find me. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Paul. Thanks for having me, Elsie. Enterprisers, if you got value from that awesome conversation, let the world know by subscribing to the email list and leaving a review on your favorite podcast app. That helps us know that we're bringing you golden nugget field conversations with the most inspirational business owners. Reach out at podcast at enterprisenow.net with any feedback or questions for me or any of my guests. Thanks again, folks, and we'll talk with you guys next time. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.